Today on episode 11 of Track Pack Road Trip, we talk to a librarian who works in a library in a village of approximately 200 people and the time the actor John Malkovich was there. Hi Marilyn, how are you today? I'm good, how are you? Good. Can you tell everyone which library you work at and a little bit about your town? Sure. I work at the Village of Industry Library. It's a fairly small town. Uh, we are located right next to the school, which is great. Um, they don't have a budget for a librarian at their school there, so the kids are able to come over and use ours. I was reading the population of your town. It's about 200, 200 people or so? Yeah, approximately. And it's a mostly older community. Um, there's a few newer families coming in, especially now with COVID, they're wanting to get out of the cities and wanting to move into small towns. So it's good. We're seeing a growing, growing younger population. I was looking at your town and there's a big penguin in town. Can you tell us the story behind the penguin? There is actually. Um, so we actually had a movie filmed there called Cut Bank, which had John Malkovich, Liam Hemsworth, um, a few other bigger actors. Really? Yes. Um, so it was really cool. It looks a lot like the town Cut Bank in Montana. And so when they were scouting out places to film it, um, they found Innisfree. And so they filmed it there for, it took about a month. Um, and they took over a few of the buildings in town. And so the movie is available in Track Pack if anybody wants to watch it. And you'll see little snippets of the town. And some of our townspeople got to be in the movie as well as extras. So Marilyn, I'm putting that on hold right after we talk. John Malkovich is my favorite actor. <laughs> Oh, me too. He, and he is such a nice guy. We got to meet him in person. Did and meet him? Was, oh my God, it was amazing. And he's just really <laughs> humble and kind. And yeah, it was really neat. What year was this? Um, this was, I believe, in 2015. I'm not 100% sure, but I believe it was around there. We had a movie filmed in Coal Lake recently called Moments, Space, and Time. And oh, wow. I got to be an extra in it as well as. A lot of other people in Coal Lake got to be extras in it as well. It was really fun. Oh, that's so cool. And so Innisfree is part of Yellowhead. Is that correct? Um, no, we're actually part of Northern Lights. Oh, you are? Oh, I thought it was part yes. of... I thought it was part of yes, Yellow, are. Yellowhead. Because you you're about 200 kilometers from us? Um, yeah, approximately. Okay, so you're part... Oh, that's good. Okay. Yeah. And how long have yeah, you been in the library? Um, I have worked there actually since 2012 when we first opened our doors. Um, I was actually a board member before that when we had started a library board and we're trying to figure out a space to house the library and everything. And um, yeah, I decided one of my old teachers actually was on the board and had mentioned, you know, you'd probably be good as the library manager. That's what my mom was actually for the school in Manville where I went to school. She was the librarian. So I worked with her there in the summers and everything. So I'm, um, yeah, I was glad. So I quit the board so that I could apply for the job and I was lucky enough to get it. Um, being a village of 220 people, um, do you find interlibrary loan and track pack is very popular in your town or village? It is hugely popular. Yes. Um, we have a huge rural community, so we do, we're fairly busy. We keep pretty busy. Um, and yeah, especially now with people losing their jobs and everything, a lot of people 
won't pay for satellite anymore and that kind of thing. So along with books and eBooks, they're getting a lot of movies, TV series, that kind of thing. And of course, being a smaller library, we can't house everything. Um, we do have a fairly large collection, but not everything. So it's, it's a great attraction for people to come in and use the library is to be able to order from all over Alberta. You have a lot of, what would be your average number of books on your ILL shelf for pickup? The whole? Um, normally I have about 30 requests a day. So um, in this, when we first opened, I would have maybe 10, 12 kind of thing. Um, now it's usually at least 30 every day, sometimes more. So, which is great. It's, we're seeing an increase in it being used. So. Especially the more you talk about it with your patrons, that number will just grow. Yes. Yeah, exactly. A lot of people didn't know about it when we first opened. So just, yeah, through word of mouth has been probably the biggest reason we've seen an increase in usage. It's even very useful for staff to use as well. Yes, it is. I use it all the time. Me too. <laughs> yeah, especially, you know, you my kids don't want to buy it. it? Marilyn, I have. They'll yeah. want to buy the brand new movie or the brand new book. And I'm like, well, just get it through the library instead. So they use it a lot as well. Yeah, we have some staff members who have taught their kids to use it too. <laughs> Good. <laughs> so I just wanted to ask some readers advisory type questions. Do you have an all-time favorite book character? Um, so it is hard for me to pick an all-time favorite book character. Um, but I'm, I can't even remember at the moment what I had said in my questionnaire, actually. And well, I, uh, I know you liked Anne Rice, and I believe she yes. character came from Vampire Chronicles. Is that right? Um, actually from the Mayfair Witches, uh, her name's Rowan Mayfair. She's, oh, okay. um, she's a girl who realizes that there's witches in her family. And, uh, yeah, so I, I really like her. She's a really strong female character and, um, learns a lot about herself along the way, which is kind of where I was at learning a lot about myself when I first read the book. So, yeah. So if you have not read Anne Rice and her Mayfair Witches Chronicle, I actually like that better than the Vampire Chronicles which a lot of people don't even know about her witches chronicles. So, yeah. Well, I recently got into reading about vampires and witches because I started watching mm -hmm. True Blood. And yes. So Anne Rice <laughs> is, I want to read her, but I'm just not sure where to start. So maybe I'll start with that series. Yeah, I would start there for sure. I really like it. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know if I've ever read a book of hers that I don't like, to be honest. That's good to know. Um, what author was, would you like to meet? I would like to meet Anne Rice um, mm -hmm. or Stephen King. Mm -hmm. I started reading Stephen King actually when I was very young. I think I was about 11. Mm -hmm. um, and I know some of the teachers at school were like, how can you let her read that? And my mom's like, she's, you know, mature for her age and she's reading. <laughs> so why would I stop her? <laughs> um, but yeah, I think I would just love to get into their minds and kind of see how they develop all their ideas and characters. Marilyn, can you imagine if they wrote a book together? Oh my god, it would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I found Stephen King at a young age as well. Mm -hmm. Is there any movies or TV shows that you have seen that you find are better than the book? Yes, um, Fried Green Tomatoes is probably one of my top favorite movies. Um, I think they did a heck of a job. And yeah, I think it was definitely better than the book. Um, and Schindler's List, actually, I think they did an amazing job with the movie there as well. Are you on hold for the sequel to Fried Green Tomatoes? 
for the book? Oh, I would, I would love that. <laughs> There's a, are you on hold for the book, the new book? I am. Yes, actually. So I, uh, I'm hoping it comes in sooner rather than later. <laughs> I mean, the Wonder Boy whistle stop. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah. I'm on hold for that as well. Yeah. <laughs> what do you find attracts you to a book to pick it up? Um, honestly, I know they always say don't judge a book by its cover, but I mean, that's the first thing that we see with our eyes. Um, <laughs> And also just kind of the little one or two sentence blurb that they'll have on the back to try and hook the readers. Um, that's usually what I, what attracts me to start with. <laughs> I like that hook too. Um, one I just put on hold because of the hook. It's by, have you heard of the author, um, it's John Mars? Have you heard of him? Yes, I have. So I just read his book called The One, which I loved. So then I went and looked at his other books and there's one called The Passengers. But the hook in it was you were to imagine that you're in a self-driving car and then all of a sudden the door is locked and the car is trying to kill you and I was like oh, oh my god I gotta read that yeah <laughs> I actually just got the one and I'm about a chapter from finishing oh, the book really? I'm currently reading and I'm going to read the one so <laughs> you're gonna love it so much oh good I'm glad premise is a good thing and then it just twists around yeah Oh, wow. Oh, I can't wait now. Um, what was the most memorable thing that happened in your library for a program? Or um, So we held a wine, beer, and cheese tasting um, for quite a few years in a row, actually. And so that was a lot of fun. Um, we would get, it was all local or Alberta wines, beers, and cheeses. Mm -hmm. And so um, it was really great because we saw a huge crowd come out. Um, farmers that were even in the field were like, oh, heck, we're coming in to taste beer. <laughs> so, and we got a lot of men in, which, you know, the men seem to be a little bit harder to get in, in our community, all those farmers. And um, so, yeah, it was just a lot of fun. We had auctions and people just, you know, it was a lot of fun. So yeah, that's probably my most memorable thing that's happened in there for a program. Okay. Um, have you read a book that ever scared you gave your nightmares? Honestly, not that I can recall. Mm -hmm. um, as I said, I was reading Stephen King when I was very young and they're pretty disturbing books, some of them. So um, yeah, I'm not sure. It's, I think there's things more like, um, you know, things that could actually happen or that do actually happen that can be kind of disturbing, you know, child kidnappings or something like that. But um, nothing that's ever really scared me or given me a nightmare. Do you write any reviews? I do, yes. Um, especially if I've really enjoyed a book or um, if I really haven't enjoyed a book. Um, I think they're a lot of fun to write, and I love reading what other people have also written about them. So, yeah. Do you use your real name, and where do you post them? Um, most of the time, I do use my real name. Um, usually, I'll just kind of search up a book and see, you know, I'll do a lot of, like, chapters and Amazon, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, I'll just kind of search a book title and see where people are talking about it. And usually, you find a few different neat book forums and stuff that you wouldn't even know we're there. So I found a lot of really cool places to read about books online, just searching by the title. You have a favorite classic book that you would recommend to us if we haven't read it yet? Um, probably, I love um, To Kill a Mockingbird. 
by Harper Lee. It was one of my favorite books um, when I was younger. And when we started the book club in Innisfree, um, that was my first pick as well. So I'm sure mostly everybody has read it, but uh-huh. <laughs> it's one of my favorites for sure. Um, two classics that I want to read next are um, because of that haunting of Blythe Manor. They say it's based on Turn of the Screw. So I want to read that. Yes. Henry James. And then I want to read um, Rebecca because I heard that they turned that into a Netflix show as well. Yes, I heard that. So, and I read it years ago, but I was thinking of reading it again as well before I watched the Netflix show. So you were telling me, and I, I can't wait for you to share this with everyone, but I'm going to, I added it as soon as you told me the story behind this book, I added it to my to be read list that Johnny got his gun and I also ordered a copy for the library. Can you tell me, can you tell us all the story about that book? Yes, for sure. Um, so we had um, a couple that used to come into the library every Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, they came in like clockwork at 10 o'clock and they would come in, I think, almost more to visit than to get, they would get books and movies, of course, but um, they were just this little old couple in town and um, so the man, um, Cecil, he had Johnny's God is Gun by Dalton Trumbo, and I'd never read it. Um, it was a very powerful book, and um, it was a very well-loved copy that he had read close to a hundred times over in his life, and he had taken it everywhere with him. He traveled extensively, lived around the world, um, and I was the only person that he had ever lent it to besides his wife, so I was very humbled by that. Um, it was very emotional that he would let me take something home that was so valuable to him. So yeah, that's probably one of my most memorable moments in the library since I've even been there. So yeah. That is, that is one of the best stories I've ever heard. <laughs> it gets me teary and emotional oh. just thinking of it because they've now moved um, to the east, to Victoria because of the weather. It was getting a little cold for them and they had family there. So every Friday I still miss them coming in. <laughs> We do still keep in contact through email, which is nice, and the occasional phone call. So I do, I'm glad that we can still keep in contact, but I do miss them a lot. Yeah. Sometimes when we've had patrons move away, they'll send us a postcard or pictures, which is so nice. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So I myself listen to a lot of podcasts, a lot of book-related podcasts. Then I can find out new things to read or listen to author interviews. Do you have any that you would recommend to me or the listeners? Um, yeah, so there's a few that I actually like to listen to as well. Um, one of my favorites are The Daily Show with Trevor Noah. I think he's, he's so funny. And he's just, I just love listening to him. Um, I also really like Rise by Rachel Hollis. And both those people um, have Pardon me? And both those people have books as well, right? Yes, they do. Yeah. So, and that's kind of how I got started reading Rachel Hollis. I ordered in one of her books and um, I actually never even really heard of her to be honest and my friends were like what how can you not know who she is and um, I read her book and yeah I listen to her podcast all the time I really like her she's just really uplifting and you know she's she's a mom and yeah it's great and TED Talks actually is one that I go to a lot um my kids like to watch that as well um and a former teacher of my children has a podcast as well but unfortunately I cannot remember the name of it at the moment and I was going to look it up before I talked to you but I forgot to do that. So, but he's actually really funny. The kids like to listen to him and his friends talk about just random stuff. So. I recently got into the show Black Mirror. 
Oh, I have not so, watched that yet. It so is on I'll my do, list. <laughs> I'll watch a few episodes. And then there's this book I got in track pack called Inside Black Mirror, where it, where it says details about each episode from the director and the writers and stuff. And then I go oh. online and I download a bunch of podcasts about that episode of Black Mirror. <laughs> so I'm getting, oh, through, cool. I'm getting it through book and through, you know, TV and then through the podcast. Yeah, yeah that's a great idea. I'm definitely gonna have to do that when we start watching it. <laughs> do you guys have any library pets right now? Um, we don't have any specific library pets, um, but I have, we do take our little dog and our cat in there every once in a while with us and they come uh -huh. and hang out and visit and yeah, so the kids at the school are like, oh, when are they coming in? So. <laughs> <laughs> oh. um. How do you find you stay current with all the new material coming out? Um, oh, that is one of the hardest things I think a lot of us um, find trying to keep up with everything. Um, I do go to sites like Chapters, of course. Um, I talk to my patrons a lot and kind of see what they've seen and what they're wanting to read or what they have read. Um, publisher Facebook pages are also great. Um, you know, so HarperCollins page, for example, um, anytime I go to a store, I'm always browsing the shelves to see what's sitting there. Um, and I'm also a member of my book pledge online, uh, where you can keep track of what you've read, um, and that kind of thing. And they have a lot of suggestions on there. And then of course, Northern Lights sends out a lot of suggestions in the catalogs, which I always look through as well. Lots of different, different ways I try and keep updated. I never heard of my book pledge. I'll have to look that, look that up. Yeah, it's kind of neat. I've been a part of it for quite a few years now, actually. Um, I was always writing down what I was reading anyways. And so you go in and they have badges that you can collect and, you know, they do give away prizes of books and all that kind of stuff. And yeah, it's just a really neat way to keep track of what you've read. There's a shelf you can add of books you want to read and they always have suggested reads and you can check out other people's shelves to see what they're reading as well. Mm -hmm. I also use Goodreads for that too. Yes. Yes, I do as well. It sounds like you have a family of, that really likes to read. How many items do you guys have out at once? We do. Um, we could easily have 40 to 50 items out at a time. Exactly. If you include some of the DVDs and TV series, um, there's five of us here. So yeah, it's, uh, we all like to read. And like I said, it's, it's a great way for the kids, some of the new movies and stuff they want to see as well. So a lot cheaper than buying everything. Mm -hmm. So you had told me about your favorite books you read as a child? Yes, um, it's, it's probably a toss-up, but sorry, yes, um, yeah, probably a toss-up between Little House on the Prairie and Anne of Green Gables. I loved them both. Um, totally different, of course, but um, yeah, they were probably my favorite series as kids. Have you introduced them to your, to your own children? I have, yes. Um, my mom actually bought my daughter when she was old enough to start reading them, um, both series. So she has both sets of all of them. So, yeah. What are you reading now or what do you recommend us to us now? Either TV show or book or? Um, so um, one book that I really loved was um, Where the Crawdads Sing by Delia Owens and I believe they're making a movie adaptation of it mm -hmm. um, so that's one book if you haven't read that yet everyone I've talked to loves it mm -hmm. um, there was also one called The Ghost Keeper by Natalie Morrill 
Um, I found it kind of hard to read, to be honest, at the start. Um, but by the middle of it, by the end of it, I didn't want it to be over. It just was such a beautiful, emotional story. Um, I loved it. Um, yeah, uh, TV series. We watched, we just finished watching Big Brothers. Uh, or Big Brother, sorry. Um, it, was, it was quite good, of course. It was a family event. We made it, which was nice. Um, yeah, we also started Little Fires Everywhere. And um, it was quite good. So... Yeah, that's another little TV show that we liked. I read the book for that. I'm still waiting to watch the TV show. Yeah, see, and I have actually not read the book yet, so it's on my list. <laughs> Usually I try and watch, read the book first and then watch the show, but did it kind of backwards this time. Do you have any special sections in your library that make you different from other libraries in Trackpath? Um, we have a fairly big Ukrainian section, actually. Mm -hmm. um, they're just kind of our in-house collection. We don't let a lot of people take them out. It's more just to browse through the library because there's some that are quite old as well. Mm -hmm. um, so I know we've got a fairly big Ukrainian community, so they like to come in and sit through and read in their native language. So, yeah. Yeah, we have a local history section that sounds similar people just come in and browse it and look through it mm -hmm. yeah nice and i like to end with um what is your favorite snack or drink to have beside you when you're reading <laughs> so it kind of depends um if it's a cold day i love to sit with like a tea or a coffee usually a tea um and a muffin and if it's really nice out i like coke and popcorn <laughs> coca-cola and popcorn that's usually my favorite to-go snack um <laughs> I do a lot of reading when we're camping. Um, so it's usually sunflower seeds that I'm munching on when we're camping, but yeah. Well, thanks for, thanks for all your answers and talking with us today. I have so much fun. And, yes. oh, my, so did I, thank you. The book list just got longer. <laughs> Mine too. <laughs> well, you yeah, this is a great idea. I'm glad that you're doing this. It's, oh, it's really you. neat. I can't wait to hear them all. Thank you. Have a good day, Marilyn. You too. Bye. Bye.